0: you man we gotta this is the handicap that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Uh, we still have two more games to hit for Week 14 in the National Football League. We'll do that coming up in 20 minutes. The two Monday night games, Monday night doubleheader next week. The Dolphins and the Titans in Miami. The Packers and Tommy DeVito and my Giants coming up in hey. New Jersey Meadowlands. Hey, Tommy DeVito coming up 20 minutes from now. You can't say that in this neck of the woods. You get in trouble. But uh, we will give you uh, our handicaps of those two games coming up in 20 minutes. And then in the final segment of the show, 40 minutes from now, Many bets, many, 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 many bets. I don't know fifty cents. A fan of our show, got to get them to record like many bets. Just a drop we can play. Anyway, we'll give you a lot of bets. Uh, bets of steel in the National Hockey League. Tyler's got some college hoops plays for us. Uh, Ty- I I think we'll start next segment. Tyler will give us some college hoops. He has at least one game starting at six thirty, and then we'll give you our bets. Side total and props for the Bucs and the Knicks, the Lakers and the Suns, and the NBA in-season tournament quarterfinals. And I've got a five-star banger prop from the knicks bucks game that I absolutely think will hit, obviously, or else I wouldn't be placing it, uh, after Bruce Brown went over last night. So I, I can't wait to give that out coming up in 40 minutes. But joining us right now, one of our absolute favorites here on You Better, You Bet. Talk the in-season tournament and everything going on in the association. You follow him on Twitter. If you're smart, you do at HP Basketball. You listen to his NBA betting podcast because it's sensational. Buckets is the podcast, and you read his work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, because he's the best in the business. He's our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network joining us here on the show to talk some NBA. My friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going?
1: Great, man. Uh, You know, I gotta be honest. Last night just has me so excited and just like Loving how this is going. Those games last night were terrific. The atmosphere is different. I'm excited to be heading out to Vegas. Later this week, tomorrow, I leave for Vegas for the in-season uh, semis and finals. I'm just really excited for where this in-season tournament has give, what it's given us uh, here early in the regular season.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see when the, when we pivot to Vegas for Thursday, the first semifinal is on like in the afternoon. So like five o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock Vegas time. Like, do we get that same atmosphere? Like, are people going to go to Vegas to watch the Pacers or something? Like hopefully, hopefully is the answer. Like hopefully it's just as awesome as the games we saw last night, Matt, speaking of Indiana real quick, we can do the games for tonight. We can ask you some other big picture questions. I know a lot of buzz around the Pacers, after what seemed like kind of like almost a franchise altering win the way it was described afterwards as they beat the Celtics and advance in the in-season tournament Tyrese Halliburton getting like a ton of shine right now for like MVP as like a, a player to watch this year obviously Rick Carlisle coach of the year getting talked about to a lesser extent I did some stuff in the first hour of the show I don't even want to tell you what I said necessarily do you do you buy Halliburton as an MVP guy do you buy Carlisle as a coach of the year guy a lot of interest in the Pacers right now what about them in award markets
1: So, like, if you're chasing bets that are going to, like, gain a lot of CLV by the end but are not going to win, then that's what Burton is here for MVP. Where, like, is there a world where, like, he gets it? If Joker doesn't play enough games and if Embiid doesn't play enough games and if the Thunder come back down to earth and if his numbers are that much better than Jason Tatum and the Pacers win 50-plus games, then sure, we might actually seriously be talking about it. But think about how many ifs I just talked about. Like it's, it's, he's going to make – I think he's going to make the ballot. Like that's the thing is like he's going to make ballot, but do you want a ticket on somebody that's going to make the ballot or do you want a ticket on somebody that's going to win the thing um, or that you can at least hedge against with it being down to two guys? I don't think it'll be down to him, him and, and somebody else. So don't like it there. I will say he's made All-Star last year. I do have a ticket on him for Most Improved. I kind of wonder if he's going to be the guy, like, Tyrese Maxey is obviously the favorite and very you know likely to win, and he's going to be an all-star, too. But when we look at, at at guys that go from, like, oh, yeah, no, Tyrese Halliburton's good, to, like, oh, Tyrese Halliburton's the engine for, like, a top-five offense, and the Pacers are going to win 45 to 48 games. I do kind of wonder if that could be a sweat. If you've got Maxey, I would at least consider looking at Halliburton because he does check a lot of the boxes and for, as far as like Ja and some of the other guys we've seen win that award in recent
0: years. Matt, we'll, we'll go to uh, tonight's games coming up in a moment here. Just in the the second game last night, the, the Pelicans kind of like handed to the Kings a little bit. Brandon Ingram has a tremendous game, and New Orleans advances to other uh, semis coming up in Vegas. Uh, thoughts coming out of that game and like, do either of these teams actually matter in the, the grand scope of things in the NBA this season, the Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings?
1: Huh. Okay, um, I think. I do think that the Pelicans have a ceiling that's really high because for them, it's not like the Kings are like, we run up and down and we score a lot and Devonis is good and Will loses his minutes and, and Fox is awesome. Hope he doesn't ever have a bad game because we have zero shot. And the Pelicans are better balanced. And the Pelicans thing is like they have, So much depth. They have so many wings. It's Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and Dyson Daniels and Jordan Hawkins. Like, they just have so many guys to hit you with on top of B.I. and Zion who are playing much better together this season than they have in the past. There was a good article from ESPN this week kind of talking about how B.I. and Zion kind of talk things through as part of a team meeting, and they're on the same page now, and that's a significant bump here. Um, I think – The Pelicans are a team that I'll be looking to bet round by round in the playoffs. I don't want futures on them. But I do think that they're a team that could actually be dangerous. The Kings, I do think, are probably going to, like, there's a lot of indications the Kings are probably not as good as their record. I'm expecting them to slide a little bit. I think they're a playoff team. But I think they're much closer to play in than they were
2: the three seed last year your best guess right now and then we'll do the games tonight there are obviously six teams remaining in the in-season tournament the celtics being eliminated kind of opened things up in the futures market a little bit the pricing pretty so four to ones five to ones you kind of shop around you can find a pretty good price if you really like a team to win this thing and obviously two teams have already advanced to the next round they have an advantage what's your best guess for who's going to win the tournament right now
1: i like the pels i really like the pels in this environment i like the pels with the physicality i don't think the lakers or suns are going to want to see the amount of size the Pelicans bring to the table. It's not just Zion. It's Zion and JV. They can play two bigs. Neither of those teams have two bigs. They don't have them. Like The, the Lakers can theoretically play Christian Wood and, and Anthony Davis together. Is that what you want versus Zion and BI or, or Zion and, and JV? So I think the Pelicans have a really good lie. Um, now, I didn't bet them because I was like, hey, I've got Zion Williamson, 45-1 to 1 MVP from this summer. Look how smart I am. Oh, no, Brandon Ingram might just win the thing. So – um, that to me, I think is, is he's the favorite now. I don't think there's value on that. I do think there's probably still some value on Zion for MVP of the tournament there, but I think the Pells match up very well with both of those teams. Pacers, it's going to be tough, but I think they're live versus either opponent in the East. I think the best value is probably on the Knicks right now who are really underrated. I like New York tonight. We can get to that. Um, and so as a result, I really like the value on the Knicks probably to come out of the East.
0: For what it's worth, the Pelicans right now are the co-favorite along with Milwaukee to win the in-season tournament. New Orleans a plus two seventy-five, obviously, because New Orleans has already advanced to the semifinals. So, like, we'll see what this is going to be coming out of tonight. Like, what the uh, what the market's going to be at our show sponsor, BetMGM. You better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Tuesday. Very happy to have our friend Matt Moore on the show talking the NBA in-season tournament. Matt of the Action Network, the Buckets podcast, and on Twitter at HP Basketball. All right, my friends. Uh, I'm very happy to hear you just said that you like the Knicks tonight. Uh, I also like the Knicks tonight. Also, I'm a Knicks fan and would love to see them win this tournament. You know, because I've never seen them win anything in my lifetime. Uh, on the road in Milwaukee tonight against the Bucs, point spreads down to 4.5, so the Knicks have been getting bet throughout the day. Milwaukee, like, in between 4.5 and, and 5, 228.5 the total. You said you like the Knicks. Tell us why you like them. Anything else you like in this game with uh, New York and Milwaukee?
1: I think this team's a lot more together. That's a narrative angle, but look, my numbers make this two, uh, bucks minus two. I think the Knicks are live here. I like the physicality matchup. And the Knicks are more together. Like, this team knows what it's trying to do. They know how to play together. The Bucks, a lot of times, watch these games. They're winning all these games, and that's great. But you watch these games, watch their body language. There is frustration. It takes a lot for me to ever be like, yeah, Tom Thibodeau has the coaching advantage in a matchup. There's a the big coaching advantage in this matchup, and so I like kids to be able to get there. The other thing is the Bucks over the last three weeks, their bench has been god-awful, and you know whose bench is really great? The New York Knicks. Uh, who doesn't let you get second-chance opportunities? The New York Knicks. So there's all of these kind of chances,
2: so yeah, I definitely like the Knicks at Florida tonight. I didn't know if we were going to get that voice in this interview. That's great. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Pat Connaughton, not going to be a part of the Bucks budget. Not going to play tonight in the game for an already, like, pretty rough Milwaukee second unit. Okay, I, I, maybe that doesn't matter because maybe like Giannis and Lillard play like 98 minutes tonight of a possible 48. Uh, Suns and Lakers, Matt, in the second game, yeah, you said something interesting there. Like you don't you don't think the winner of this game kind of wants to see the Pelicans, which is a really interesting framing. Um, obviously saw the Suns and Pelicans play a really compelling playoff series a couple years ago with, with Chris Paul and the Suns. Uh, Lakers one and a half, and they've been very good at home so far this year. 229 and a half the total. Also worth noting, like the overs in these games and the overs in yesterday's games have all gotten just absolutely absolutely bet into oblivion in all four situations it's over 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 Uh, curious if you agree with that too who you got tonight in the second game
1: yeah i think it's interesting i do have by the way i have it over in the bucks uh game as well i'm not gonna play it in this one Um, the kind of way to think about the totals is the guys are caring but they're not caring at a playoff level and so in the playoffs, it's don't make mistakes These, these games are more Give as much as you can. That's different. Okay, playoffs is give as much as you can, no mistakes. How do you avoid mistakes? You play slow. Not the same environment here. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons we've seen those the totals get, get absolutely hammered, and I think it's the right play. I like Lakers tonight. Um, I understand anyone. That, but this, I think, is a bet-your-opinion game. And for me, it's the Suns have no backup big. Uh, the Lakers have at least Christian Wood, who can beat up on the second unit. The Lakers have gotten Cam Reddish. And Jared Vanderbilt back, so they have more wings to throw at KD and Booker. Uh, you do have the, the fact that the Lakers have been excellent at home this season, 8-2 and two straight up. The ATS record isn't great, but they're a little bit exaggerated. This I actually think they're a little bit undervalued. Um, I don't think the Lakers are a great team. I just don't think the Suns are one either, even with Book and KD together. Uh, I will go ahead, and because this is in L.A. almost entirely, I've laid the points with the Lakers. I think that's I think the Lakers and the Pelicans meet in Vegas for the West Final.
0: Any uh any props that you like, Matt, coming up for the games?
1: Yeah, I gotta kind of mention Christian Wood. I think that there's there's actually value closer to tip when his go up. Um, points and rebounds, that's a pretty good one. And we're talking about Drew Eubanks coming off the bench for the Suns. Drew's good, like he's a very capable guy, but Christian Wood gets gets production stuff. He's low impact, high production. I think he'll get uh get some numbers tonight. The other one I would probably look at um, in the Bucks, I actually for the Knicks um, I actually really like uh, Jalen Brunson because the defense overplays. And once Brunson gets downhill, he's very good. So I actually like uh, Jalen Brunson uh, points tonight specifically because I don't think he'll have to pass because I think he'll have angles because the Bucks have been overplaying, again, because of some weird decisions by the coaching staff.
2: Man, only a a couple minutes left. Uh, Maybe you've looked at tomorrow. Maybe you haven't. But just to point this out to people, like, you know, already get a handle on this. Obviously, like, these are centerpiece games. The NBA wants the in-season tournament games on with nothing else around them. So two last night, two tonight creates a very bizarre December, like, vacation for a bunch of these teams. Practice, like, the Sixers released their injury report. No one's on it anymore. Like, everyone's healthy going into tomorrow night. Do you have kind of an expectation? So basically, every team that's not in this tournament is playing tomorrow and playing on on friday but playing tomorrow so there's a ton of games my first thought matt is like do you think we're going to see a ton of scoring like star performances these guys have had a lot of time off that they don't normally get this time of year have you done any work on tomorrow even if it's just like what kinds of games we're going to see here in about 30 seconds
1: yeah so i i think what we kind of tend to, to notice whenever these teams get rest like if we look at the IST where everybody was on rest Dogs covered against the spread, but favorites won. That was the, the theme of the NC's in season tournament group games. And everybody was on rest there and highly motivated. Um, this is kind of a product of the schedule. They have fewer back-to-backs in December as a whole, the NBA does, than in November. So we're going to see, I think, a little bit better. This time of year is when teams start to figure out who they are and how good they can be. And they start to kind of be like, all right, let's make hay while the sun is high. December and January is where you get the meat of your work done. This is where you got to really establish yourselves as good teams. So it's not that I lean towards favorites or starters, but I will say some of the letdown opportunities, a little bit less here, not only because there'll be fewer guys missing, but just because when guys are, are off rest, they're more locked in, more focused. They're not distracted by travel and whatever else. They know who they're playing. That's a good start. And so that they're able to actually get ahead of these things so I expect fewer letdown spots in some of these games than maybe we we would anticipate in a normal random December Friday.
0: Matt, ten seconds to go. Who wins on Sunday? Your Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills?
1: No, oh, the Chiefs are going to win this game. We're we're not winning the Super Bowl, but we're winning this game. I feel good about this
0: one. I I gotta tell you, Matt's usually wow. very pessimistic, and he gave us a pessimistic yeah. thing at the end. They're not going to win the Super Bowl, but optimistic that they'll beat the Bills probably because they always do. Except for the 93 AFC Championship game. Matt on Twitter at HB. I had to throw that in. On Twitter at HB Basketball Buckets Podcast Action Network, my friend. Best of luck with the bets tonight. Go Knicks, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, guys. Take care.
0: Matt Moore joining us here on the show. What a great show. Uh, can't wait to give our bets out for the NBA N season tournament coming up at the end sure. of the program. But on the other side, we'll finish our handicap at Week 14 for now with the two Monday night games, the Dolphins and the Titans, the Giants and the Packers. Bring it up, Kate. Oh, baby. I don't know why I said that. Give you our best. Oh baby. We give you our best
2: fan oh, season
0: baby. tournament. 6:20 like, Eastern. Woo. 6:20 uh, p.m. Eastern. 58 degrees in Central Park. Seriously, it's probably like oh, 37 wish. degrees. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're back. Yeah. And s- what if it were like 58 and sunny?
2: Remember the yeah, sun? sunny would be a nice change of pace. I think the sun set at about 2:18 p.m. Eastern time here in Connecticut. That was great. Yeah. That's-
0: also, like, it's it's never really out. It's, like, cloudy and rainy all the time. Anyway, uh, the, the, this is sunshine and rainbows. NBA in-season tournament. All our bets coming up next segment in addition to bets of steel in the National Hockey League, and we will finish our hand-to-gap of week 14 in moments. But, so, you know, we're always really honest with people on the show. Tyler Morales is with us here. Tyler was not with us yesterday. It's great to have Tyler back with us today, our technical director on the show, one of our favorite people. Uh, Tyler's microphone sounds like absolute ass. I'm hoping that this is going to sound okay, but honestly, like we're rolling the dice here. So Tyler is the creator of winning college basketball bets. He's got college basketball bets. I have no idea when I throw to Tyler right now, A, if we're going to be able to hear him, B, if we can hear him, if the audio will be suitable, and we're going to have to like pull the plug on this, and D, I just wanted to make that joke like Joe Biden or like home like Buzz from Home Alone. So anyway, yeah. uh, Tyler is with us. Hello, Tyler.
3: Hello, guys. Hopefully this mic sounds better.
0: It's it's, uh, it's not the it's best not it's ever sounded, but it's not terrible. Yeah.
3: It's okay. Yeah, it's not bad. How you doing? Oh, you know, pretty good. Got some college basketball bets here. Uh one obviously at 6 30 right now. It's FAU Illinois. It's probably like one of the games of the day. So I took uh I, I keep going against this FAU train and they just keep like dumb trucking their opponents. So we're gonna do it again. So we're gonna take Illinois plus two. Uh FAU same exact team as last year that won the uh that made it all the way to the final four. Illinois gonna have a massive size advantage in this game. Uh, Coleman Hawkins, Jake's guy, uh, returned against Rutgers in the last game. He's kind of really the difference in this game outside of their center. FAU plays small, and uh, Hawkins' versatility should be able to should be huge in this game. And Illinois is a much better rebounding team than FAU. I actually think FAU struggles to score in this game compared to what they've been doing. The one thing FAU does better than most teams, they and they shoot the ball really well from three. Illinois is one of the best teams in the country at guarding the perimeter. Number one uh, defensive efficiency team in the country. Like they've really took a step up this year defensively. So we're gonna take Illinois plus two. FAU just been dumb trunking bad teams, and I think uh, this this is a better team than they're gonna see. So let's take Illinois plus two with the first six thirty game of the uh, on ESPN.
0: All right, so Tyler rolling with the uh, with the Illini coming up, and I'll, I'll bet it. Now, you know what? Do I do I want to Tyler? Do I want to bet this? Do you, you want to bet no? college
2: basketball? Do you really want to bet college basketball?
0: Do you really want to bet college hoops? I'm not sure. Honestly, like, I'm making the executive decision to No, I don't want to.
2: I want to bet around the clock. No, I don't. I want to go to sleep. (laughs) Uh, That's what I want to do. And
0: I'll bet the NBA and NHL, (laughs) but college hoops, what are you nuts? Uh, But good news is Tyler's got more college hoops bets for us. Uh, Let's do it now, Tyler. What what do you like in college basketball otherwise?
3: This is a... Perfect uh, double cross spot here. So I took uh, Kansas State plus two and a half against Villanova. I mean, all I'm seeing here is like the sports books are begging you to take Kansas State. Home dog, Villanova coming off two bad losses. Like, how doesn't Villanova bounce back? So so far in these two years, Jerome Tang's like only – he always wins close games. He's won eight their last eight overtime games, which is – I've never seen a stat like that. They've won three this year and then five last year. And, like, Villanova's coach, Kyle Neptune, like, might be a disaster. He's 23-20 at – Villanova with like good players like Justin Moore and Eric Dixon, like guys Jay Wright really leaned on, have like taken a step down under Kyle Neptune and Villanova. So I don't trust this team and uh, this coach on the road at the place they call the Octagon of Doom. That's what they call Kansas State. And against the coach that wins every single close game and has one home loss in the last two years yes, jerome tangs one lost one game at home in the last two years we're to kansas state plus two and a half and same thing uh, i took indiana plus seven against michigan like i think michigan and villanova are like two teams we there are really bad and we don't know like how bad they are just yet so i'm gonna take Il- Il- indiana plus seven against michigan and kansas state plus two and a half against villanova to wrap up the old college basketball card
0: all right so tyler with a bunch <laughs> of college basketball bets for tonight
3: Wrap up the old
2: college basketball this is another night of college hoops. I was I, Tyler. Did you see that story? Jerome Tang, Kansas State's coach said something like, like the fans have to make more noise. They have to show up more or something. And then you're like, yeah, they haven't lost a home game in like two years. I'm <laughs> Like, so what, what are they doing wrong? Like what, what
3: happened? Am I right? Did you see that story? Yeah, I don't think it's the fans that are uh, the reason they're losing. They just, like, they're not very good. And, like, Naquan Tomlin, one of their better players last year, hasn't played yet. He's still suspended. The team, the transfers, Arthur Kaluma, hasn't been that good. Tyler Perry, not the director, uh, he hasn't been that good either. I just think the team hasn't been that good. And he's probably he probably needs the home court advantage because, like, the players aren't very good. And they don't lose at home, apparently.
0: Hmm. Uh, Tyler, fill in the blank to close here. Mad science history unraveling the mystery. It all started with Jerome Tang.
3: You lost me on here. I don't watch this show.
0: Oh, my God. Come on, Is it hey
3: or
2: yeah or bang? What is it? I don't know what the noise is.
0: It it would be tang.
2: Unraveling the mystery that all started. But in the show, do they say bang?
0: Definitely. Yeah,
2: it's mad science history. Unraveling the mystery it all started with with the big bang, bang. Bang. Oh, they I, say bang. I, I was trying to think they say hey, "hey." I was like, "What? What do they no, exclaim after they finish the song?" Yeah, it's bang. bang. You're right for sure. Yeah, because like that Mike was. I, yeah. I just
0: remembered. Like, I, I, I haven't thought. So Tyler did the whole thing with K State, and like, I'm thinking, okay, like, oh, I remember Marquise Noel? Like, that was cool. And I completely forgot that the coach was Jerome Tang. And when Tyler said Jerome Tang, I was like, oh yeah, yeah I remember this bit that we used to do in the NCAA yes. tournament that I really liked. All started with Jerome Tang.
3: Tang.
2: Well, I, uh, I, when you were like, fill in the blank, and then you did the whole song, I was like, I thought you were going to stop, and he was going to say Jerome Tang. And then you were like, unraveling oh, right. the mystery that all starts with Jerome Tang. And in my head, I just go, he just did the whole thing. What, like, what's he going <laughs> no, for here? No, then it's
0: a Tang is, is the last one. I know. I, know. So, I, I, got, I
2: got to go there eventually. It's late. Okay. So,
0: so, so, Tyler, like, you know, asking for a friend. No, I'm asking for me. He gave us three bets. Which is the best of the three? If... If, if I was feeling a little masochistic and I wanted to dip the toe into the college basketball waters tonight and set myself up for hashtag pain, what should I bet of the three bets that you gave?
3: We're going to go Kansas State plus two and a half. I've, I think oh, I'm yeah. right on this. I, a ton of people I, are on Villanova here. I think I'm right. I feel like I've been good with Kansas State over the last two years. and I kind of understand what Jerome Tang's got cooking over there. So, like, I'm in on Kansas State. Like, that's my favorite.
0: Ken, will will you bet Kansas State also?
2: No, but I do. I like that the most of the three. Well, maybe I'll, maybe why, why I'll te- tease tease Kansas State to six and a half with uh the Packers. But the Knicks? No. I think the I, tease the down I tease the Bucks. Memorial. S-
0: Suns capture three and seven with Phoenix. Long Wait, teaser in the what? NBA. Is it Lakers oh, one well, and a half or no?
2: Yeah, but it's NBA. It's a four pointer, not a six pointer.
0: I I don't tease the NBA, so there there you go.
2: But that's that's because you should never do it. But I'm just I'm just yes. bringing it up because like I could. That's what I'm saying. K State's plus two and a half. I could get to plus six and a half.
0: I I actually don't think I've I've ever teased an NBA game in like the twenty years I've been betting on sports.
2: It's you know what's so funny is that like NFL teasers got quote unquote, like solved by whatever Stanford Wong, like 40 years ago or whatever. And like this really like easy to understand concept, like the math behind it is, is good. Like, obviously as long as the price you're paying for the teaser is okay. Um, just like the price you pay for anything, it has to be okay in order to make the bet. But, uh, it's so funny that like, as those got solved, it's like, everyone's like, well, what about basketball? And they're just like, no, that's don't do that. (laughs) Like Don't don't ever do it. (laughs) Like, I, I do wonder if like in some universe, there's ever a situation like, is there ever a college basketball game? I used to think about this with like uh Tony Bennett, Virginia games. Cause the total would be like 108 or something. I'd be like, do you want to go from like, like tease up a dog in a game with that? To I don't even know the answer. Probably not. But, uh, no, well, I just, I don't know. I think that stuff's interesting. Like how there's no solution okay, so, for that.
0: Okay. How about this just for, um, Oh, I that's off the board. So wait, so Tyler, yeah, like Illinois, starting. K, K- state, Illinois. what was the third game?
2: Um, Indiana, Indiana plus, seven. Plus, plus six and a half. It's
0: six and a half now. Uh, I think I'm well, going to tease Kansas State and Indiana.
2: <laughs> K-State up, India. Uh, no. Uh, well, no, don't tease Indiana. You know, six and a half to ten and a half?
0: Yeah, well, I, well, I mean, I capture, I capture seven, eight, nine, and ten.
2: Y- yes, by rule, yes, those are the numbers that you capture by doing it. I just, I, I guess. The funny thing is, like you're like, oh, I capture four points there, and it, anybody who's watched college basketball is like, oh, good, that's like a one point eight seconds of fouling that you you captured there. That's really good. You got all those stuff, all those uh, things. Let
0: me, th- where is this here? Okay, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess around with this here while we're uh, while we're doing the NFL. Uh, I'm gonna put a college hoops teaser in for tonight. You better, you better okay. hear with Nick and Ken, Tyler joining us as well. All right, let's finish up our handicap of week fourteen in the NFL with the Monday Night Football doubleheader, Ken, and we will start. Uh, in the Music City, in Tennessee, where Will Levis and the Titans, where so like Derrick Henry was so obviously concussed and like didn't come back in and play in a really high leverage game for Tennessee. It's like, oh, he's going to enter protocol. It's going to be tough for him to play I'm on a short on uh Monday night. Obviously, Mike Frabel comes out on Monday. It's like, actually, yeah, he's not in concussion protocol. He's going to go. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, well, in, 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 oh, interesting. Interesting how that works. Oh, Derek Henry. Uh, Miami. Oh, okay. Oh, oh Henry. Uh, Henri? Thierry's brother? Yeah. Thierry's brother. Uh, <laughs> so Miami was a 14-point favorite, and uh, Tennessee took a little money earlier today, right? Miami a 13.5-point favorite right now at BetMGM. The total is 47.5. Uh, pen, pencil, blood, or blank? Dolphins and Titans. And, uh... And true or false, Tyree kills receiving guards number of prop in this game should start with a two.
2: <laughs> or it's, you should do that you should be you know how you should do the prop thing you should say normally we talk about the first digit. We all agree it should be a one. I want to talk about the second digit. like how it should be a four or something you know like something ridiculous uh just something outrageous yeah I mean you uh part of the reason why we bet Tyreek offensive player of the year why we talked about it last week and late in the week once it looked like he was going to play like it was kind of a jam spot is that he was playing consecutive games against teams he was likely to to play very well against he didn't even catch that many his receiving yards by there's so many things we could do with Tyreek Hill we'll do them on Thursday receiving yards by quarter he basically like doesn't catch any passes in the fourth quarter he's going to break the receiving yards record of the nfl completely outrageous that's the stuff that he's doing and, oh by the and, way and here's people the...
0: can people yeah. can might be asking like well why is that because because they're up by a billion because they're
2: up <laughs> 700 <laughs> points Right. uh and how is this game going to be different i think there's ways tennessee can can score in the game i the total's getting bet up. I don't know if this number's high enough, honestly. Whether Derrick Henry plays or not, whether he's in protocol or not. The Dolphins create more explosive pass plays than any team, like, in history. And this is the perfect defense to do it against. They're going to score. And then, like, the, the Dolphins' defense in a bunch of situations, and I know, like, Washington didn't, Washington is like a dead team. Like, this is that's not what that was going to be. And uh, I think the Titans in backdoor mode with Levis, could have a ton of success honestly like he, he, going back and forth 7 to 14 10 to 17 in terms of the margin i think the spread's close if i had to bet the spread i'd probably actually bet tennessee but i, I think that's fine i think the number is like kind of what i would think it would be too like the over in the uh, very public gonna be like a very popular bet i i like the over in the game
0: um i actually think and you mentioned like whether henry plays or not i actually think like the over is a better bet if henry doesn't play because like if Henry plays, like you know what Vrabel's going to try and do. Like obviously they right. they're, they're ob- obviously it's not going to be successful. Because right. great, you'll have like a six minute drive, you'll kick a field goal, and then Tyree Kill scores from eighty yards out, and you're down seven three. Like great, awesome. Like you held the ball, you kept it away from them. They they don't need the ball to score thirty points in the game. They don't need th- that much time of possession. It's almost like if Henry didn't play and like he's going to right, you'd almost feel better about it. You right. almost feel better about there's, the over because you knew lavish. Tennessee was going to try and like do yeah. this this crap that they're going to try and do. Like Vrabel's going to try and do Stone Age football. It's not going to work. And you're, I think, if you like the over in the game, like you need Miami to get up early and just get them out of yeah. their game state
2: entirely. But like, aren't aren't they going to get up early? Really? <laughs> you would think so. You would home think game so. against this past defense, really? I put it this way they don't have to get up early I think it's a strong strong likelihood that they're gonna be up early in the game yeah I mean look there's nothing like crazy happening here it's a pretty high total versus what we normally see in the NFL just another really I mean like look look at what they did to Washington I mean like and and like could have scored more <laughs> just say like look at what they did at just home game Monday night really like it just they're gonna score in the game of course they are um you know unlikely to be an upset let's put it that way
0: I uh the w- one thing I disagree with you on. I don't think I would... I I would need, like, 14 and a half to bet the Titans. I, th- I think at this number, I think it's my Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I mean, so I'm just t- saying if I
2: had to bet the game. I don't even like sure. Tennessee in the game, but I just if I had to bet one side or another.
0: And it's just, like, for everyone to watch this player. Um, I think everyone knows who he is for the most part because like he, was, he was really good against Washington and has been really good at points in his career when he's had to play. So Jalen Phillips goes out for the year. And it's like, oh, Dolphins pass rush. He obviously takes a hit, and it does because Phillips is a really good player. Andrew Van Ginkle... Great name, is awesome. Like, dist- like, like, blew up the commanders' offense basically on Sunday. The titans' offensive line is terrible. Like, absolutely awful. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how the titans are scoring in this game unless like Miami just goes up huge and they they call the dogs off. Right. And Tennessee's able to score in comeback mode. Um, I think this is Nikki Public. I think it's like Dolphins in the over in the, for, in the the one of the Monday Night Doubleheader games. We'll do the other one on the other side, plus bets to steal, an NBA in-season tournament bets for tonight.
1: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.
0: All right, thank yous before we close the show with Giants-Packers handicap, NHL, bets to steal for tonight, and then the bets for the NBA in-season tournament. Three tremendous guests on the program, Pete Prisco, Brett McMurphy, and Matt Moore, our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Our technical director, Tyler Morales. Our engineer, the returning, Jake the Snake Hassan. And our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown Mike Brown. Coming up after us, MGM Tonight. A four-hour live betting extravaganza. Uh, all right, let's get to the Giants and the Packers here. Jake, bring the music up. And Ken, uh, Brian Dable making it official earlier today. Tommy DeVito will start for Big Blue. Uh, Tyra Taylor cleared... And added to the 53-man roster, Tyrod is reportedly, quote, disappointed that he did not get the starting job back. So Tommy DeVito will start at least this game, and then we'll we'll kind of go from there. But DeVito will start on Monday night for the Giants. As they entertain, the red-hot Green Bay Packers who find themselves now a favorite to make the playoffs in the NFC at 6-6. Six and six. Again, Green Bay, a six and a half point road favorite at Big Blue. The total here is 37. Uh, Giants are coming off their bye, so like ostensibly gonna be like the healthiest they've been in a while. And the one piece of news that we wait for on the Green Bay Packers, and I don't think this has come out yet, is Christian Watson. I I doubt Christian Watson's going to play in this game. Uh, Went down with a hamstring injury at the end of Sunday Night Football. He's had a a, a rash of hamstring injuries throughout his young career already. So no official word yet on Watson. Well, obviously, we'll get a practice report tomorrow, or maybe he'll be ruled out. I don't know. Just that, like, he's really important for this offense. I'm not saying bet the Giants. Just that I think, like, he actually matters in this game. Uh, Pen, pencil, blood, or blank, and Packers and Giants.
2: I'll be really quick, um, and we can do more. Maybe it move tomorrow if we have line movement in the game. Uh, I I think the Packers are li- are likely to win. So does the market in terms of the point spread. I would only bet the Giants, and I think it's like a really easy handicap. Honestly, um, just like is 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 one team's recent performance causing like a, a pretty crazy market versus how the game would have been lined a couple weeks before. Yes, not even close and it's the Packers because they're playing so well. Uh, is that reflected in the spread in the market? Yes. How often do you see a mediocre team seven on the road in a primetime game? You almost never see it. Uh it's so I don't I think you could not bet the game great. I think there can't possibly be value left in laying the Packers at this number. I think they can cover. I would just never bet it. It's my question of this game is do I want to bet the Giants or not? Do I want to see if it goes to seven or not to do it? Um, not sure they can win but i i actually think like way too many points in this game
0: i i agree and I also think the Giants' offense was starting to become something a little different in the Patriots game where Jalen Hyatt was really involved. And, like, we'll we'll see, like, DeVito a couple weeks to practice here. Wondell Robinson healthy. Hyatt obviously more a part of the offense. Saquon gets a chance, like, to sit for a couple weeks. The offensive line is going to be healthier. I'm with you. I don't know that the Giants are going to win the game, just that this feels like a huge number to lay with the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so we're simpatico here on Big Blue being the only side that we would bet in the game. Any thoughts on the total of 37? I, I guess you can make a case either way. Maybe it feels like a, a little high for me for Monday night.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just—I feel like we're always just going to be skeptical of Devito, like every game, like no matter what, it's going to be a little skeptical um, that they're going to score enough in a in a big spot. Yeah, I, I, not really a strong opinion. I would expect it to be like high thirties or forty. It's thirty-seven. Uh, I don't know if that's that surprising. I really, just like really just emphasize this though. Like, I look how far we've come with the Packers, right? more than a touchdown dog on Thanksgiving, and quality of opponent a big part of it, but like, like, think about this. More than a touchdown dog on Thanksgiving. Then they start to get a little bit close, more than a field goal dog against the Chiefs. Like you see it like in real time happening. They get a little bit more credit last week. They get bet in the market. And now we have a number like this. It's one thing to expect them to keep the game close, and they do it, and they play well. Um, it's quite another when the expectation has to be blowout. And if it's not that, the other team covers that's way, way. I think people understand that. That that's way as an expectation. That's way, way different. And expectations have changed. And usually, the first week expectations change. I like to play the opposite way. Um, so I actually think I'm going to end up betting the Giants in this game. I'm not really sure when.
0: Um, I don't think we'll get to seven. If anything, I think like it'll like the spread will drop, drop, because like the Giants' injury report's going to be better than it's been. You would think. Like imagine they come out of the bye and it's worse than it was. Like, right. Uh, unlikely. And I think my guess is that the Christian Watson news is like not going to be great now. Like Jire Alexander is probably going to play in this game. He's missed a couple like games right. last week's game for
2: the Packers. I Let's I see. don't
0: think it ever goes. I don't think. Yeah. 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 We'll see.
2: Okay. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Right. We're doing a move tomorrow. We'll do it. We'll do it. Weather and green Bay injuries. Sounds great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Weather and great sounds like that's going to be the, the, my, the, my first solo album title, weather and green Bay injuries. All right. Uh, that does it with our initial handicap of week 14. In the National Football League. We'll get to our NBA bets for tonight, the in-season tournament coming up in a couple moments, but first we gotta give you bets of steel in the NHL.
2: It's time for Nick and Ken's hockey bets. Drop the puck. It's bets of steel.
0: Jake, uh, drop the puck seven times for the number of shows that you missed while you were away.
2: Drop the puck. The puck, drop 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 the puck. Drop
0: the puck. D- didn't start petering out until the end there. That was a good job by the computer. All right, Ken. In lieu of going through every game, probably, I guess maybe, do we have time to go through every game? Probably not, right? Because we've got to do the NBA and spend some time there. Yeah, uh, what it's are close. your I
2: guess we don't have to, yeah.
0: What are your uh, What are your hockey bets for, for tonight?
2: A uh, couple bets for me a really, really, really important goalie change in the Kings Blue Jackets game. Cam Talbot has been the best goalie in the league, maybe alongside Aiden Hill so far this season. He is not starting night. Phoenix Copley is going to start against the Blue Jackets. Uh Blue Jackets plus one and a half. Now my favorite bet of the night, not even close. Kind of a weird spot for the Kings, like cross the country, not a game you get up for, and it's Copley. I, I just think there's like inherent value on this game, at least being and close despite Spino. How...
0: And it's Copley. <laughs> and
1: it's well, I just I mean, you know,
2: Cam yeah. Talbot's like his price for the Vesna keeps dropping. And uh rightfully so. So yeah, Blue Jacket's to keep the game close uh i like that i i i really think i really think that the islanders are going to literally win this game like two nothing or two one that's like what i think they're going to win against the sharks Sorokin's oh, starting the interesting. game interesting okay. uh he uh has not played well over the balance of the season he's played quite poorly because they've but, been scoring
0: uh, tons of goals recently right yes. the sharks have been playing really high yeah. scoring games
2: yes i i when, Sorokin ends up being a zigzag goalie. When I think he's going to do well, he ends up doing the opposite. Uh, also, he goes back to like 2 nothing, 2-1 type Sorokin tonight in this kind of a game. Islanders really don't like to play games that way, even though the Sharks, you're right. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. The total's five and a half in the game. I'll, I'll lay the goal, like puck line on the Islanders. I might bet some low scoring exact scores on them. And then we talked about this right before we came on the air. Uh, the Hughes Bowl tonight uh jack and the devils quinn and the canucks in vancouver biggest thing in this game though dougie hamilton new jersey star defenseman got hurt a couple games ago on ir going to be out a long time an incredibly impactful player for them and they're kind of shorthanded anyway and they've been struggling anyway it's vancouver at home like it just has to be and maybe it's a crazy high scoring game T- certainly could be uh i like vancouver as well
0: all right, uh, d- d- duh, on the Vancouver Canucks. Just like, of, of course we're going to bet Vancouver in this game. Um, lean the Rangers, but instead of playing the Rangers, I'm going to play the under in the game. Rangers and the Senators, where I I, I don't think Ottawa's going to be able like, to score a ton here. And maybe the Rangers win, but I think it'll be a lower-scoring game. Under 6.5 with the Rangers and the Senators. I'll play the Blackhawks at a pretty decent-sized underdog price. Uh, Soderblom starting for tonight against UC Soros. Nashville should be favored. I think they're favored by a little too much. Give me these sh- And Nashville's been hot. Give me the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I'm gonna lay the puck line with the Colorado Avalanche tonight against uh, against the Anaheim Ducks, where I think Colorado's not been.
2: Just so you know. And
0: and and that's and that's okay. That's okay. And Colorado hasn't been great coming home here in this game though a little home cooking for the abs against a, a ducks team scuffling losers of of eight of their last 10 i'll lay the puck line here with colorado avalanche minus a goal and a half um give me the under with the uh with the calgary flames tonight where i i i just think hold on a second here yeah i just want to make sure that my my handwriting's terrible uh Calgary's offense impotent, Minnesota's offense impotent, Calgary's defense has been fantastic, under six and a half with Minnesota and Calgary, and I mentioned the Canucks' uh, money line as well in the Hughes Bowl with Vancouver and the New Jersey Devils. Okay, and those are our bets of steel for tonight in the National Hockey League. Uh, Let's drop the dope-ass beat. We'll uh, we'll pay the bills, and then we'll give you our NBA bets for the in-season tournament. How about BetMGM, our show sponsor, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. All you got to do is sign in, click on the Refer a Friend tab, and in a few simple steps, both you and your hashtag buddy will receive a $100 bonus. Promotional details can be found on BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app and start winning with the king of sportsbooks. Also, download the BetQL app for the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks, including five-star plays like the over tonight in the Knicks game against the Bucks. Uh, Ken, bets and thoughts for you, side total and props. Uh, Milwaukee, about a five point home favorite against the Knicks, 229.5 now the total. And then the Lakers, a one and a half point home favorite against the Suns, 230 and a half the total in that one.
2: Yeah, two bets in the first game. I agree with BetQL. I like the over in the game. The Bucs have could played like the same game over and over again this year, uh, which is to play atrocious defense let any team hang around, no matter how good or bad they are, uh, get the game to the fourth quarter close. Uh, and then Damian Lillard's been by far the best uh, cr- uh, crunch time player in the entire league this year. Not even close has actually saved the bucks bacon for the season. They would probably be like five under if he wasn't playing, uh, which I guess makes sense. Cause he's really good. So over in the game. And then we saw star players Tatum flew over his PRA yesterday. Sabonis like Fox gets locked down by the Pelicans, but Sabonis flew over his PRA yesterday uh, star players. in these in season tournament games, I think are going to be the nuts. That's Lillard tonight. In a close game who i think goes crazy points over and threes over uh, as well as the over in the game in the second game pretty straightforward uh i just like the lakers in the game uh short number they've been awesome at home Suns still kind of figuring things out uh I, i think the lakers should be a bigger favorite in the game and they're not so i like them
0: uh, I have the Lakers also, and I'm going to take the points with the Knicks tonight against the Bucks, and I'm going to play against Adrian Griffin here. I think Tibbs and company figure out a way to keep this game close. These two teams played a while back. The Knicks had, were missing a couple players in that game, including R.J. Barrett kept the game close. Dame went nuclear in the in the closing moments, and uh, the Knicks since then have played very well, and I think the Knicks will go into Milwaukee. I don't know if they're going to win. I hope they do, but I think they keep it close. I'll take the points with the Knicks. I'm with Ken. I like the Lakers tonight, laying it with the Lakers against the Phoenix Suns. It's like Le- like LeBron in like a playoff game at home, basically going to pick them. I know it's not an actual playoff game, but I like the Lakers. And one prop for tonight, I've been following this pretty closely um because, you know, prop betting in fantasy basketball. Um at some point, I don't know if it's going to happen tonight, I think Tom Thibodeau is going to pull Quentin Grimes from the starting lineup, and, and Dante DiVincenzo is going to end up starting for the Knicks. DiVincenzo has been on an absolute roll recently. Grimes like doesn't shoot. like He's drawing the ire of like Knicks fans and media here in New York. DiVincenzo in a revenge game against Milwaukee here. Uh, DiVincenzo over 7.5 points tonight. Dante DiVincenzo, another Italian, over 7.5 points, my prop for tonight. Ah, uh, Ken. Enjoy the games. I uh, hope you get to bed early tonight. Enjoy, and I will talk to
2: you tomorrow on a wonderful Wednesday. Sounds good. Hopefully, earlier bedtime. No Bengals and Jags tonight to upset that.
0: Yeah, no, well, hope, but maybe Jake Browning will make an appearance in one of these games. Until we meet again, dear listener and dear viewer, I'm DeCastro, wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck.
1: Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet
3: MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.